0: Mostly Wrestling
1: Podcast. Welcome back to Mostly Wrestling Podcast. Take two. (laughs) So if you don't follow Matt on
0: social media We got together yesterday to record this And my fat (laughs) stupid ass never hit record And we went about an hour and 15 minutes (laughs) Of honestly really good content I wanted to fight you It was so good I kind of wanted to fight fight you You got
1: the hardest laugh out of me yet And Uh, nobody's going to know now Because you're going to try to throw that joke in again I'm not going to laugh as hard Well I'm going to throw it in again (laughs) Because it's good
0: If I can remember it Oh Oh my god. But yeah, so this week on uh Mostly Wrestling Podcast. Actually, first, let me introductions. I am Nick. I'm rotund and I'm tons of fun. And sitting next to me is Matt, the former two-time World Southeastern Heavyweight Champion <laughs> of the World.
1: That gets me every time. <laughs>
0: so we got a uh, we got some credence to what we're saying here because Matt had he was in the business for over 10 years as a wrestler and he was World Champion of the Southeast Tennessee <laughs> twice. <laughs> Twass. Twass, and uh this episode we're gonna talk all about WWE um as far as like actual wrestling content wise goes, what we watched, you know. We're gonna cover extreme rules and then the raw and SmackDown that preceded it. And then like yesterday, <laughs> when we first started, we jumped straight into Raw, got about halfway through the <laughs> through the episode and, uh, halfway through covering Raw, and I was like, wait a minute, we just spoiled the hell out of Extreme Rules, we never talked
1: about it. <laughs> but yeah, that that's true. But at the same time, we gotta realize I mean, we're a little late, bro. We're oh, recording almost a week and a half late on this. Everybody knows. We're waiting. Everybody late, we still knows. Need, we just
0: wanted to stay in line. <laughs> so we're going to open the show with a little bit of controversy, as we always do. We have two little Twitter battles to talk about here.
1: It was kind of a blessing that uh, we... Uh, messed, it, up yeah, yeah. messed up yesterday? Yeah, messed up yesterday. Because one of
0: the things happened today.
1: Yeah. So we can, now we can talk about Wait, it. Are, you, are you sure you hit record this yeah, time? I'm positive. this sure? right there. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. there it goes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the first one we're going to talk about is, do you remember Soul Caldwell? TNA, yes, from back in the day, the redhead, yeah, redhead. So, her and Baron Corbin had like a little minor Twitter war where she was watching Extreme Rules and then she started talking about Baron Corbin's attire and that he looked like an Applebee's or something like that bus boy, <laughs> which is funny because while we were watching Extreme Rules, we had that conversation. <laughs> like, does this guy know he's wrestling? Like, he looks <laughs> like he's taking me to a table. <laughs> that has got to be the most uncomfortable gear. Oh, dude, it's got to be awful. My God. It's like, why would he want to wear that? And then it, it hit me yesterday why he wears this. He's serving up the heel heat. Like <laughs> that, not, that's I'm the not, reason. I'm not laughing hard <laughs> <of> this time. <laughs> that's the one that broke Matt. It just came out of nowhere. So then Soul Calval tweeted that, and then Baron Corbin uh, retweeted at her. He tweeted at her, and he said, you're still, just, you're still mad that I turned you down? And then she responded to him. She's like, Well, first off, I don't know what you're talking about because we've never met before. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> so like, and, and, like, and secondly, I'm just concerned for your wardrobe. Like you look like you look like an idiot, basically. And she's so like, get new ring gear. And <laughs> like
1: and then it was over. What can Baron really say? There af- is nothing the to say because they're making him wear that. That's not his preferred gear. True, but that's wh- what he's having to wear. So like what's he gonna come back with and say, Well they're making me wear it? <laughs> right, yeah. I have cool gear at home. And he can't like he
0: can't say yeah, he can't say that, and he also can't really say anything else because he's like, I don't remember you. So now he looks bad no matter what he says. It's like, right. you don't remember me? He's like, you don't remember me in the front row in that TNA show 10 years ago when I said, hey, Val, and you shook my hand? Like, what are you talking about? We met. <laughs> you don't remember me at Comic-Con when I got you my autograph, my T-shirt?
1: <laughs> no, no, I don't. No,
0: sorry, Baron, I don't. Like, but He definitely lost that war. So then the next one we had... It was just
1: another opportunity to shit on Baron Corbin, yeah, so which I'm is, all about it. It's always fun
0: to <laughs> shit on that Applebee's bartender. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one we had, and nothing against Applebee's bartenders, you serve up the drinks like he serves, like he serves up the heat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> and then the next one we had was Will Osprey, and Randy Orton got into a little Twitter tiff today, which stayed a lot more uh, civil than, or- um, than Osprey and uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, Osprey. Um, all he did was—I mean, hold on—are we recording? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> but uh, Osprey—he's uh, very—I mean—he's a fun follow. Shares some really cool highlights and stuff like that from different matches. Very inspirational. And he just tweeted—he tweeted a quote, and it said, "Execute the plan that matters." Shit, I can't even. Execute the plan that makes you smile every single minute of every single day. And then Orton had to drop some insightful knowledge on him yeah. by retweeting him. Uh, Orton quotes him and just says, good luck with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, Somebody is clearly unhappy right now Randy, in WWE.
0: Randy ever the optimist Orton. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's not the Viper anymore. He's the
1: optimist. <laughs> 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 he's the Ray of sunshine. <laughs> so... Osprey quotes that tweet and says, what is it with all the WWE guys in my Twitter this month? Good luck with that shit shirt next. (laughs) I'll buy that. Yeah, I'd buy that too. And then Orton just basically follows up on uh, what he said to Osprey. And he's basically letting him know like, hey, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just kind of disgruntled. Because uh, then Orton uh, says on top of his good luck with that shit, <laughs> he says, realistically speaking, there's nothing that you can plan that makes you smile every single minute of every single day. But WWE is all about putting smiles on faces. And he has a smiley face. Hashtag Osprey versus Orton.
0: And also, that tweet by him comes off as like very sardonic at the end of it. Like It, mm-hmm. seems, it comes off very sarcastically.
1: Well, And he also says, oh6 2020. Right, yeah. Like, maybe his deal is expiring. Probably. And then uh, Osprey. Wharton uh, and AEW for the belt? Jesus, don't <laughs> fucking do that. And then um, Osprey replies to that and says, Realistically, nah, maybe you got me there. I'm happy, though. Hope you are happy where you are. But unfortunately, my friend, I'm here for the long run. I mean, you're like a multi-time uh, multi-time champ. Can you just leave for a bit and come, come here for a uh, Osprey versus Orton, then, you know, go back. Just saying.
0: I would be very intrigued by that match to see if Orton actually could keep up with Osprey Um, and what he could do. How many rest holds can he get away with in a match with Osprey? uh, I have a feeling that... I think it'd be good, but it's not like... It's
1: not going to be like Osprey Okada. No.
0: Orton's Um, also older.
1: Yeah, he's also older. I don't... I, I honestly... It'd be one of those that you're really excited to see and I feel like you'd be really let down because I don't care what you people say. I get it. So, ma- so many people are huge Randy Orton fans. You know why? What? It's, it's the presence. I he brings get, okay. a presence and yeah. aura that people get into. I understand that. And I that's get what that. I love about him. He's he, not the best worker in the world. He's not terrible, but he's far but from he amazing. But he is good. That's the thing. I've he, seen him before. Dude, I have seen him When he first started in WWE, yes. he's never... like he's, he. Randy Orton is a WWE homegrown talent. Oh, 100%. 100%. He, he's, he's, never, a le- he's a legacy. Right. He's never done what these current guys that are getting signed now do he right, has to go through all that yeah he hasn't he went, he gone to, through training with them into being on the roster exactly yeah. you know he didn't travel you know all these different uh cities you know night in night out sleeping in his car doing the indie work shit. he didn't have to do that but right, yeah so, he, he's
0: only ever known their style
1: yeah so and i yeah i know what you're saying i have seen him have it some would
0: fantastic be fantastic matches
1: it would be very it would be because is 150 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, at all it'd times. Be, it, it'd be very slowed down, mm-hmm. but it would still have those cool, impactful spots in yeah, it. Might. That's true. There'd it. be one of the craziest RKOs you've ever seen in your oh life. Oh, my from, God, from yeah. Osprey, He'd RK him off the rafters yeah. out to
0: the parking lot and bounce back into the ring or some yeah. crazy shit. I mean, that's there'd be, be
1: some cool shit, but as far as...
0: Are they going to make a what am I? What do I expect or out of Randy Blue Orton? Would it starter? be a great
1: Randy Orton match? Absolutely. Would it be something that we've never seen before? No. There'd be some cool spots that we've never seen before, but would it be like this groundbreaking new match that shapes wrestling forever?
0: No. I think what I think the kicker here is, would it be a great Randy Orton match? Yes. Would it be a great Osprey match? Not necessarily. But it could be. But no, no. You know what I'm saying is the bar is much lower yeah. to be a great Randy Orton match right. than it would be a great
1: Osprey match. Right. Yeah. Like, Would it
0: be up in a pantheon among Orton's best matches? Probably. Would yeah. it be for Osprey? Probably not. Yeah. Would it be fun? Yeah. I'd be done. I'd watch it. Yeah. It'd be entertaining. Yeah. I would just love to see Orton getting there and go with someone that can re- that can actually really go and that's not gonna let him be lazy. Yeah,
1: see how quick he blows up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay, oh I'm God. done. <laughs> Orton's like, all right, chin lock. Yeah, chin lock. <laughs> Slow. But, you you the are fuck <laughs> down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, good luck with that shit. <laughs>
0: You're right though. We would see probably the grossest RKO of all time in that match. Oh yeah, you know, probably the nastiest shit. be him on the apron or some shit, and he spike.
1: He turned it out of the ox, or the uh, ox cutter. Oh dude, when he backsprings, he somehow get twisted around and thrown into an RKO. It'd be nasty. Yeah, there'd probably be at least
0: twelve RKO's.
1: Yeah. Do you have the card pulled up? My car's outside. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For uh. Yeah, let me do that.
1: Yeah. I still have them on here just from see, yesterday. just see this is the unprepared this is the shit that people give me shit about <laughs> on Twitter is there's a lot of debt? no I'm just kidding
0: well people on Twitter can suck my dick and you make your own fucking podcast now they
1: did tell me weck you fat little shit okay so um I was I was talking about weck uh Matthias the guy M- is, is, it's a guy on t- uh guy on Twitter we had to edit out what I just said about you weck so <laughs> That's a little far, but uh, not everyone yeah, understands. He, was, he, he was one of the guys that was telling us not we everyone, need to everyone take that notes.
0: listens, Matt, understands the relationship you and this guy. have.
1: <laughs> but no, he was one of the guys that was saying we should take notes. Yeah, He should take note and make his own fucking podcast. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
0: Stop yelling in my ears. Yeah. All right. So we were recording last week's episode right up until a few minutes after Extreme Roll started. So we missed the pre-show. And luckily they didn't have anything good on it, apparently. All they had was just an icy tie match between just Finn Balor and Nakamura. Like that's no big deal. No one gives a shit. No, oh, dude, that obviously made me so nobody mad. cares because it's the first match on the fucking pre show. I'm
1: so okay. <laughs> Here's my rant again. <laughs> the intercontinental title in WWE to a lot of people and to a lot of legends that have paved paved the way into what we see now in professional wrestling. Uh it is highly regarded by hold, many. Hold on, let me hit record. Oh, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> it, it is highly regarded by many as the, the most pre- the, the belt the most prestigious belt in mm-hmm. WWE. Thanks, The Crush. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, WWE, for putting the IC title match with a crowd favorite in Finn Balor who was also the first ever Universal Champion, you'd think
0: they'd want to push him through the moon still because of that. Yeah, good point. All that does is make that title look better. Yeah,
1: good point. And my, he, he was my, I was on this dude's nuts for a while, and for whatever reason, WWE has made me not care anymore, no. and that's why I have such a big beef. About knock. Yeah. yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura, I was so hyped for this guy. I had followed him for so long. I, I followed him for about three years before WWE got a hold of him. He is maybe the
0: most charismatic person in the business. Yes, it's and
1: for what they've done to him, it just makes me sick. Yeah. But anyways, he's also a fan favorite, and he's and, damn good. And just he like won Ballard. the
0: Royal Rumble, eh? and Yeah, went on to main event of WrestleMania, yeah. and he's on the fucking pre-show.
1: Anyway, so we're going to make this the, the the pre-show curtain jerk match. For the IC title. Which should be a big deal because you
0: have two former, what should still be, main eventers wrestling over the quote-unquote mid-cart IC title belt. This should be a huge deal, right? Right. And And it's on the pre-show.
1: Also, another thing that pisses me off is we didn't get to see it because we were here recording for uh, talking about the AEW show that had happened the night Mm -hmm. before. So we didn't get to see it, but I heard it was very quick. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. And bruh
0: it was very quick and knock went over to get himself the ic belt which is cool he's a champion
1: yeah knock having the belt for me hey let's that's see awesome. if they but
0: if they let him do anything with it seems yeah, like if you're didn't. not the miz in today's age, they don't care if you have the ic belt yeah he's the only person they let elevate that title yeah and I he mean, like and he seemed like he just scratched and called his way towards like i don't give a fuck what you say this belt means something yeah and i'm gonna make it so yeah annoying i agree I, and then they also once again they had the standard cruiserweight championship match on the pre-show. That's always like one of the best matches yeah, I'm on sure the card. It was a banger, dude. Yeah, versus Gulak and Tony Nice, uh, Tony Nesse. I'm sorry, <laughs> and, uh, Tony Nestle Quick. And I'm sure it was amazing. And Gulak retained as he should. Also, uh, um, are you
1: are, are we recording? Yeah. Okay. I'm reading these <laughs> results from
0: Bleacher Report. Let me let me random about them real quick. Oh. So Bleacher Report are <laughs> I used to read them all the time for like results on wrestling and shit like that on WDB because they're very in depth. Um. By that, I just mean, like, they'll mention out a couple cool spots that happen. they'll give you the result, who wrestled, and they'll give you, like, a grade, and, like, their overall opinions. But these motherfuckers, for the longest time, it wasn't until recently when they started being sponsored in, like, in a partnership with the AEW to, like, broadcast their shit. Right. I always thought that the WWE paid them. Because they are not only marks, but they are WWE blinded marks, right? To the point that I can read the description and then the overview of the match, and it's like, man, they fucking hated this. And then the rating's B+. Plus. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Right. What? Well, you, you hated
1: this. But at the same time, like, well, I don't... I, I can't speak for that, like, how the article it says that it was shit, but the overall rating says it was a a minus they or all B the B plus,
0: and then there's all there's so much shit too that I'll see people like on social media just shit on that they did on like Raw, and then I'll read this and like and it was great funniest thing the crowd was so into it and it's like I watched the show the crowd fucking hated it
1: right like they well,
0: they blatantly openly lie about shit well that's yeah. why I thought WWE was paying them for the longest time well I mean and maybe they were I don't know maybe they still are all right so then we opened the show <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> we opened Extreme Rules um and the match they chose to open it with was simultaneously a smart move and a dumb move, right? So they open with uh, Rowan... Well, Rowan, <laughs> basically. They open with Roman Reigns and Taker versus McMahon and McIntyre. One, it's smart to go ahead and get it out of the way because this could be the shits. Two, it's not smart because you want to get the crowd pumped and this could be the shits. <laughs> 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 um, but luckily, it was not the shits. Was it worthy of being on a pay-per-view? Absolutely not. But... Well, ma- it's got Taker in it. So the match therefore- wasn't terrible. It had Taker in it. The crowd's always going to pop for him. I mean, fucking, I'm an unjaded WWE fan who, like, doesn't see through rose-colored glasses, <laughs> right. and I still pop every time Taker comes out. It's, True. it's the Undertaker, bro. He's the greatest WWE-style big man of all time, and there will never be another entity in an enigma like him. Right. He's, he's brilliant, right? I just love seeing him, and then I hate seeing him because he steps in the ring I'm like, "Oh God, don't get hurt!" Yeah, I don't want to watch the match where Taker gets retired.
1: You know, he he looked good in this go-round though. He looked good in shape and all that. They but kept like, him
0: minimal. He did his spots, but he looked good doing
1: them. Yeah, like the only way you can have Taker in matches nowadays, is no if one if, jackhammer busted him on his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only way you can get quality out of Taker now is if you do it in a tag match, 100, and you got to do it with a work rate carrier like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you can't have him, if you're going to have him in a one-on-one match, he's going to have to wrestle somebody smaller, and you're going to have to go under 10 minutes. Yep. Because if you go 15 minutes with Taker and somebody in there like Roman or Brock or somebody and he's supposed to tombstone them, ain't going to happen. No, they're they're getting tombstone. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) They're getting tombstone. (laughs) And is he giving a fuck of how well he (laughs) takes care of them? No.
0: It's going to be a a total Mark Fest tombstone. We're going to love it. But they're going to hate it. A
1: shoot tombstone, no, baby, for sure.
0: <laughs> and then if Taker and Reigns go over. Which, if this is not a feud that's carrying out, and Taker's not back to like do a little mini run, it makes sense that you put him over. You don't want to see Taker lose if there's no reason. Uh, you know, like Brock beat him, um, right? And Roman, like, there's no reason for that. <laughs> the <Though, laughs> Taker has never had like a super lengthy title reign. He hasn't been champion 50 million times. He's been champion like five times. And the annals of the WWE, that's not that many times. The right. one thing he had going for him that was like a record no one could touch was never losing at Mania. That never should have fucking been broken. Yeah. Never should have been broken It was stupid I agree 100% um, And even though I understand From what I've heard Like I've heard many pl- Different places From different people That Taker has like offered Like every year consecutively To lose all the time Really? And he thinks it's a big deal To put somebody over Right? So, so you can do a fu- He offered to lose to Kane did not want to do it. Good. He offered to lose to Triple H They didn't want to do it and, But it was Brock That is the one that Finally fucking beats him And then he loses the next year When it doesn't matter anymore To Roman
1: Like it doesn't fucking matter Right it's So stupid. that basically kills everything You were trying to do With yeah. bringing Brock back Yeah it was stupid Somebody else already beat him
0: So yeah, they went over it makes (sighs) sense. But if the feud is gonna continue, it doesn't make sense that the Hills lose in their first tag match together. So I'm assuming that's over. And then carry on from there, we had an excellent raw tag team title match between the Revival and the Usos. Yes. The Revival who are absolutely phenomenal. Matt thinks that they're a top five tag team on the planet. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree with him. They're fantastic.
1: They're absolutely the best tag team in the D B. They're um
0: Well, besides Roman and Taker.
1: I mean, you got to figure what you. You sit there and you'll say. Besides
0: Roman and Taker.
1: Okay. You'll sit there and you'll say, well, I've seen these guys. They're, I mean, they're not that great. Yeah. You've seen them on the main roster. (laughs) Look at their NXT shit up, man. Go go to NXT and watch their tag matches with uh, Uh, DIY. DIY. It's unbelievable.
0: Their tag match with DIY, I think it's their second match won overall be match of the year in fan vote. That's how good it was. And then
1: they come to the fucking main roster and everybody's like, nobody gets them. Yeah. Because you see old the, the pace of what it has to be yeah. of what the main roster is compared to NXT. They're the perfect
0: fusion of old school and new school for tag right. wrestling. No flips, just that's why fists. they're the revival. Yeah. yeah. They're awesome, dude. And they're so fluid. They're so smooth. They like never mess anything up. They have they have so the crisp. best timing oh, I have
1: ever seen with a tag team. It's amazing. They are Every every single place they're supposed to be for a a double team move, tag team move, you know. Any kind of spot. Any kind of spot, saving each other, Mm -hmm. you know, at the three count and all that. It's nearly flawless with these guys.
0: Pristine work. And then the Usos, we gush about them every time we bring it up and talk about them because the Usos are just fantastic. I so badly want to see them wrestle a top indie tag team. Yeah. In the indie style, yep, and see if they could hang. Can what would the match be if they wrestled the Bucks, or they wrestled the Lucha Bros, or Best Friends, or SCU, or the Dark Order? Like I already know what it'll be with the Revival; it would be fantastic because they've already proved they can go that style from NXT. We've never seen the Usos have to do that, yep. and even when they wrestle someone that can, like the Revival, they still have a very main roster style match. While it's very yeah. good, it's definitely not an NXT match. You know right. what I mean? Right? Oh yeah, I yeah, feel it. But you. it was very good. This, I'm picking up what you're putting. This man. was worthy of being on a pay per view. Are you recording? No, okay. I, I stopped it a long time ago. <sighs> <laughs> and the revival won as they should have they need to keep the belts uh, fucking there to be hot potatoes the belt way too often of all of their championships uh, I do enjoy the unexpected win that's awesome but when it happens all the time it's not unexpected anymore your titles just don't fucking mean anything Right? being a champion doesn't matter now I don't like when they do that shit and then we had a match that contends very hard for match of the night which was a little bit of a surprise but not a surprise for me uh, Aleister Black versus Cesaro I have been very open and talking about how, like, it's not that I don't get Aleister Black. I get it, and I think he is good. I just don't think he's the second coming of the greatest wrestler of all time that he's being made out to be and that some fans even purport him to be. Like, he's not terrible. He's good. By any means, he's not terrible. On the indies, when he was Tommy End, I I loved the guy. I thought he was awesome. I think he's a little more watered down from what he was, which he has to be, to wrestle this much. I get that. But
1: I just, I don't know, man. I've never seen it with him that he's going to be this next great main event guy. Uh, to, to me, he's—I mean, he's not a small guy. No, he's a big dude. He, he's a big he's dude, a and dude. and the the type of style that he does, like we don't, you don't. There's not very many of those in, in WWE. Like like AJ Styles, you can compare AJ Styles, even though he's unbelievable at what the mm-hmm. stuff he does. But that's that certain style, the way he moves, is you know like a ricochet. Maybe not quite as athletic as ricochet, right, but, but right up there with but, him. But super Just smooth. So smooth. Yeah. Like there's that same like type of he's like of that ilk uh, yeah and alistair black is the martial arts type we don't really mm-hmm. have a martial arts guy well, we on the main ruined roster him. who we had kenta They um, never let him yeah, do what that's he was, true what he, they never let him be himself 205 live baby was, that's what woo! you're getting hey day the most of badass him, wrestler on
0: the planet him, we're gonna put him in 205 vance, live him and vance wrestle vance archer wrestled that uh or yeah lance archer yeah, Lance Lance it was wrestled. Vance Archer in WWE. <laughs> yeah. And Lance went in uh, Impact and TNA. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Lance Archer wrestled Kenta at G1, and at one point he like knocked Kenta down to his knees, and he got down his face and went, Come
1: on, Hideo! Oh. Oh. And
0: Kenta slapped him so hard I heard it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> from All here.
0: the way from the Tokyo Dome. I heard that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he powdered his ass down. It was Don't bone. fuck <laughs> with Kenta. With Kenta. Sorry, with Hideo. Yeah. So yeah, Alistair Black and Cesaro, and we have, again, another wrestler, Cesaro, that every time we talk about him, we fucking gush. This dude is fantastic. I'm about to rant for a second before we get in this fucking match about him. (laughs) This dude is amazing, right? So Brock fucking Lesnar is the champion right now, huh? Spoilers. At the end of this uh, pay-per-view. He's the champion. Go off, queen. (laughs) Go (laughs) off. Yeah. So fucking Brock, his entire time he's been champion, other than... Wrestling Daniel Bryan, in which he beat Bryan, but they let Bryan get his shit in and look awesome. He took Brock and to beat the crap out of him. It's the best match Brock's had since his back. It was fucking amazing. Other than that, and then wrestling Rollins, in which Rollins beat him, in a one-on-one con- contest, he's always been put up against Lashley, Strowman, Samoa Joe, Ellen yeah, Queen, um, who was the other one? Roman Reigns, all these really big dudes because in Vince's eyes, it has to be believable that this guy can contend with Brock. And here we have Cesaro middling around in the mid-card. Now, this match was with... Alistair's not a middling match. So they're fantastic in it. Right. But let's make no bones about it. It's like a third match on the card. And no means is this a main event match. Okay. And Cesaro was there to propel Alistair Black because Cesaro does have credit, right? It's big for Alistair Black to beat him. Right. Why is Cesaro not injected into these main event scenes? Why is he not wrestling Brock? When you put them face to face, I believe he can beat Brock. Oh yeah. Cesaro's a six foot size, six foot six, big dude. He's, awesome. he's the strongest dude in the company. Yeah, more I mean, probably, he's got to be. He j- he's he, fantastic. He
1: just gave friggin' Stroman the Alpamere water slide. Yeah,
0: dude. I mean, I believe this guy can beat Brock in the way that Vince wants me to believe it, right? Right. I, I could see him getting that. into a fistfight and him actually knocking Brock out. Like, <laughs> right. I could see it happening. You know <laughs> mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's a little less believable for me to believe that, like, Brian and him getting a fistfight and he doesn't just pick Brian up. Right. It was like he's stronger. But I could see Cesaro knocking him out, right? I, I buy it. So why is he not there? I don't get it. The guy has the proven fucking talent. The crowd's behind him. The crowd rallied behind him so much so that they created this thing called the Cesaro section that they had to make a fucking t-shirt about because he was getting so popular and that born him a U.S. title run. Yep. This dude is fantastic. Him and Sheamus were mad over his tag team. They were tag champs multiple times. He's fantastic. He's, he's good enough on the mic. He's not fantastic. He's not terrible.
1: That's where he has to work the most. His
0: issue is that his accent is so thick that sometimes it's hard to understand what he's saying. He needs to learn how to articulate
1: better. Well, he speaks five fucking languages.
0: Very true. And like, and it's not like he doesn't speak fluent English because, I mean, right. he's from Sweden and English is a prevalent language there. Yesterday, when I, was, very yesterday when I was talking about yeah. this, I was like, he, he's, he's fluent in English and this moved past it and had to come back like, I'm a fucking idiot. That's like a pro- prominent language in Sweden. <laughs> of course he's fluent in it. But Cesaro, like, I don't know, man. I just don't understand why they haven't pulled the trigger on him yet. They don't have too much time left to do it. The guy's in his late 30s. We like say that, but then old. there's Chris Daniels going at 49. Yeah, true. I and mean, if the Styles are like 42 or something like that. It's not 40. like he's not healthy. Oh, he's in know? fantastic shape. But the guy has never really had injuries, so it's come dead to me, and he's been hurt a couple times now. But it's just, I don't know, man. I don't get it, dude. The way that they want to build that shit, like, I don't see I don't see why this isn't being put up there. But regardless, him and Alistair Black had a fantastic match. Alistair Black hit him with one of the grossest fucking black masses he's ever had before. That was so stiff, He knocks dude. his arm's block
1: off. There's where the strong style comes yep. in. I mean uh Mrs. Zara well wow. Alistair Black, I mean that's his finish as the black mass that mm-hmm. spinning roundhouse kick um he's done it I mean he every match he goes over he he does it and yeah. he's hit he's nailed it you know really good a bunch of times and it looks great and he's been and some whiffs sometimes he just completely whiffs and it looks well, horrible. I feel like that's
0: probably more the other person, true like the conversation beforehand is probably like don't nail me with that
1: yeah. And Cesaro's when like he pulls
0: or with Cesaro's like, you yeah, know,
1: not me. Out. Uh, lay, lay it in, bro. Bro, you're
0: gonna go over. I want to look good. Hit me. <laughs> yeah. So Aleister Black goes over as he should. You know, uh, they're building Aleister Black up to be this big thing. Even though I don't fully see it, the crowd loves it. They're behind it, and I'm not so arrogant as to be like, I don't like him. Get him off my TV. Like I understand right. the appeal, and people want to see him. You know, what right? I mean? So like, he should win. He should go over there. Even though Cesaro should never be in that match. He should be in the fucking main event. <laughs> 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 and then we move on to the handicap match that literally everybody Ooh. tuned in for. Bayley versus Alexa and Nikki Cross. And honestly, if they were going to have this match, there's no other way to do it but to be a handicap match so that they can limit how much Alexa and uh, Bayley have to be one-on-one, right? Right. So Alexa is very much so, now hear me out, the whole Hogan of the women's division. And by that, I mean she's muscly, she's bald, no. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean Alexa Bliss 100, 100% gets by on her persona, her ability to work the crowd. Yeah. And her mic work, right? Yes. Make no bones about it. There's probably nobody that's ever worked a crowd better than Hulk, and there probably never will be. Better than who? Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. That dude just in, innately, there's something about him that people want to root for him.
1: Yeah. Something Not whenever that, he wrestled the Ultimate Warrior, though. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Something that draws <laughs> people in.
0: And for as much as he said, brother, and repeated himself, the guy was very capable of delivering a good promo. Brother. Very capable. Especially in the 80s style. No one did him better than him back then. And even when he had to adjust to be the NWO, he still did some fucking good promos. Like, he rambles a bit. And he says brother 20 times, <laughs> but he can get some good ones out. Oh yeah. His matches more often than not do the shits. As far as content of move wise goes, but there's always emotion of feeling to them.
1: Yeah, there's the emotion and the feeling because it's always like he's dying it's every yet, match. Because he looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the eighties he did. But anyways, Alexa gets by
0: on that, man. She's not the greatest wrestler in the ring. She's honestly subpar, man. She's yeah, like the definition I agree. of mediocre. But her character is fantastic. She's one of the best talkers, regardless of gender, in the company. She plays the crowd like no other. She's amazing. Bailey is the opposite. Bailey is amazing in the ring.
1: Great well, in the ring. Bailey
0: is great in the ring and can be amazing given the right person. She can work the crowd, but they've ruined her character to the point that it's like, I feel like half the crowd doesn't give a fuck anymore.
1: She, she's one of the few that. Ha- Wait, has she gone heel? No.
0: Sort of, they teased it with her and Sasha and then never went into it. So never really. Oh. Her with Alexa Has been the most Heel she's been towards she just Does not care Yeah And it still comes off As like She's gonna hug you The next minute <laughs>
1: After she whips your ass She's gonna cry yeah. And say she's sorry Exactly <laughs> And then we have
0: Nikki Cross Who can go And who's great on the mic Who's a great persona Nikki Cross is amazing we, and we have Bailey go over, and we have her go over in a fashion to where she just dumps Alexa to the outside, hits the finish <laughs> on, on Nikki, and it's over. It's like, wow, they fucking yeah. buried him. <laughs> yeah, clean finish. Now, what this, been, is,
1: this? You thought Sasha was going to show up in right, this. Right, so it would have been great
0: was if they were just beating the brakes off Bailey this whole time, and it's apparent Bailey cannot overcome this force of opposition. Sasha shows up to make the save. Bailey wins the match. They have the reunion hug. Sasha turns on her. And then yeah. we lead up to a program all the way until the foreseeable future, hopefully, mania of this. Thing they teased years ago that literally everyone watching was invested in. Everybody wanted it to happen. Everyone that followed Sasha from NXT was like, fuck, they're finally going to turn her heel. We're finally going to do this. But instead, they had that therapy session for three weeks with some idiot, and they became best friends again and became a tag team.
1: Now, was that was well. really in-depth. Is that everybody, or is that more just you? Well, everyone who was watching the time, like, that, that angle dude. was over, man. Like People
0: wanted that shit so badly, and they ruined yeah. it. They did a great build-up and took it out for too long. People then got disinvested, and they ruined it. Or what would have been great would have been to see the opposite route to see Bailey and or I mean to see Alexa and Nikki actually win and let her chase because
1: uh, that would have been too much for the crowd to, Nikki, to follow though with them doing but with the, co- the storyline with
0: Nikki thinking that they will actually be co champions like right. they will co defend this belt <laughs> it's very much like you said when we did this the first time which everyone has obviously heard <laughs> are, you, are you recording yeah I'm, okay. uh, I turned it off okay. That, uh, <laughs> It's very much um, in the spirit of the retread of the Trish and Mickey angle, except it doesn't seem so far that Nikki is obsessed with Trish, or with, I'm oh, sorry, with with Alexa in like a sexualized manner. It's yeah. more so that Nikki has no friends. Yeah, they were trying and to Alexa do Alexa sh-
1: showed interest in her and she just latched onto her. They tried to do a lesbian angle back in the day.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that, it doesn't seem like they're going that route with this one. So, I think it'd be really interesting to see how, just how much more she could keep manipulating Nikki until, like, you know, we finally get that turn and we could get the turn for the belt to lead to Nikki being an own soul champ. It's right. a much more interesting angle, I feel, than Bailey being champ because they ruined the character. I used to be a huge Bailey fan. They had in the palm of their hands a female version of the Cena persona and somehow ruined it. But T. all the kids loved her. She was mad over, hugging everybody. Could have brought her to the main roster and carried that spirit Cena. through. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that spirit. Oh. The, the, the superstar for the kids. Okay. That's what she was. And they ruined it. I don't know how, but they did. And then we had a match that I thought could have been good. Oh, and also I meant to say with, with Alexa, too. I get so hyped when I see her come out, like, get on the mic, and I get hyped for the feud, and then the match starts, and it's me open, yeah, and, and I'm like, well, I asked for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my fault. Man, this match sucks. And it's the same thing with what this. what you wanted, bro. <laughs> it's the same thing with this. Like, Braun and Lashley in a last man standing, that could be pretty brutal, right? Well, like, Brock and Braun, and honestly, even with Roman and Joe, when they had the triple sets in the four, it's like, that's some brutal ashes. It was four big dudes just getting thrown each other around, right? Right. And it was entertaining for what they were doing. And this could have been in that same vein, but uh, I was also in the back of my mind where I was like, this could really suck.
1: Well, my whole... And it, and it did. It, it did because, like, anytime I hear, like, a false count anywhere match or an, uh, a no holds bar match or whatever... I get pumped for it because, you know, they're going to do something that you don't see every day. Mm-hmm. But then I also groan like it's, it's going to be so slow. You know, there's going to be points where they like throw each other over the guardrail in the crowd and they just punch each other back for five and five forth more. in the crowd yeah. and like walk through the crowd. And One's it's not got, one guy's got the other by the back of the head guiding him through the yep. crowd like that. Just and it's
0: not ugh. WrestleMania 12 Piper Goldust in the crowd where they're beating the brakes off each other. Oh, my God. That was like brutal. it's not that level of good. <laughs> And it's also not the level of good of, like, The Rock and Triple H had last-man-standing match forever ago. That was fantastic. One of the best I've ever seen before. I cannot remember the time frame, and I can't remember if it was for the IC or the World title. It's for one of the two, but they beat the brakes off each other. They also had that two-out-of-three falls match and an Iron Man match with the IC belt. They had such a good feud. Those gimmick matches were great for them, but it doesn't work for this. Like, it's just... I don't know, man. The finish was cool. The finish was really cool, but also the finish was very like gimmicked. Oh, yeah. Those were fan reports of people that were there of, like, like showing the video package for the match. They are unveiling the area where they were going to do the finish, and it brought, like, 10 or 15 pe- people out that were, quote-unquote, fans to go crazy around the area oh, to yeah. like, build the hype. It's like, obviously, you know they do shit like this. It's like the Michael Jackson planet. But they're, they're usually not so blatant.
1: Oh, yeah. But... Th- I said this last time, they don't, they don't, get, they don't yeah. give a shit about the live yeah, audience. they don't care what those the people that are 10, in 40, the arena, they don't see. care what they see. They, they care what the fuck millions K-Fa- at home K-Fa- Yeah, see. fuck kayfabe for those people, but yeah. the people that are watching on home, you didn't see that, and all you know is there's some fans that just saw some crazy shit happen.
0: Yeah, so this was the shits, and of course, as I scroll down through on Bleacher Report, their highest rated match in A+, plus is mm. the worst fucking match on the card. Yeah, of course. Fucking idiots. The Excuse
1: worst? The...
0: Well, you know what I'm saying. It yeah. was very <laughs> underwhelming. And then we get to the Triple Threat Tag Team Championship match for the SmackDown titles. We have The New Day, who are amazing. We have Daniel Bryan, who's brilliant, some dude that's with him, Rowan. And then we have Heavy Machinery, which are fucking terrible.
1: And I do understand... You're going to catch some backlash from that from a lot of listeners. <laughs> fuck you. From the four listeners. Fuck all four of you.
0: <laughs> I understand that they have a fan base and that people are into them, right? So just as I said with Balor... I'm not so naive and arrogant as to be like, "Oh, they're fucking suck. Get them off my screen." There's obviously a place for them because they get pops, and people seem to
1: enjoy it. I don't enjoy it, so I don't want to see them. Well, it seems like the, the 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 fan base, for whatever reason, when it comes to tag teams, they're more accepting of the wacky, like, right, goofy. True goober like goofy goober like the, uh, <laughs> the goofy the goofy comedy gooker gooker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like they're they're more uh, those outlandish gimmicks they're more it seems more they're more accepting. they're more accepting it's more though, open, for whatever yeah. reason like the new day they're way over the top dude, and when, they, when they first started yeah, yeah dude they were even worse some stuff's funny some stuff isn't for the new day and i guess with like but people just love it and with this Otis they just did it for whatever reason name?
0: dude they dug Festus when he first came out <laughs> you know what I'm talking about Know yeah. that shit
1: biscuits and gravy <laughs>
0: it's still the greatest song of all time <laughs> I will not relent on that but a, I get what you're saying but there's a, there's a way to do it
1: that's done well and they don't do it well and they also don't have the other facets like, like could you fucking imagine if Otis was on the main roster as that character as a singles run yeah, he'd be Festus again. It'd be fucking Like, terrible. what
0: would people... CM Punk would have to come back and get him in a dr- And clean him out of the like, <laughs> has, <laughs> oh, drug? Oh, yeah, diamond. that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, there's a way to do it to, to, to make it entertaining, right? And the problem for me with these guys is they're not good in the ring, right? Yeah, sure, Otis is, is powerful. He's like, he's strong and he can double suplex people. Yeah, good for you. Mm. He can't do anything else. He's fucking awful. And the other guy's not good either. And they're not good on the mic. I'm sorry. They're fucking terrible. They're stilted and they're not funny.
1: I, I honestly haven't heard him enough There's a way to he, really judge
0: that, but just kind of looking at him. It's all about the talent that performs the, the gimmick, right? The New Day, like you said, they do some dumb, outlandish shit, but they make it work. Even, right. when, it, even when it doesn't land, they're still like, oh, it's the New Day. Kurt right. Angle, back in the day when he was fucking wearing little cowboy hats and playing ukuleles <laughs> and spraying people with milk, like this was stupid as shit, but it's right. Kurt Angle. Right? He had the full package. So you knew that everything else he did was going to be perfect. Like, yeah. He was amazing. Even like when Mankind was being stupid Mick Foley, you know what I mean? When he was like real
1: dumb. <laughs> it was Mick Foley, so it worked. You know what I'm saying? That's like,
0: just Mick Foley. Al Snow with head was stupid as shit, but Al Snow was talented and made it work. These guys are not; they don't make it work.
1: Well, they're also very, very, very green. Yeah, and you can tell too. Yeah. I of mean, all the teams that could have been called up, it was these idiots? I mean, but at the same time, we've only seen them twice, or I have. Peace. I don't know about you. So you're terrible. Are you recording? No, I turned it off. Okay. So, anyways, uh, this match goes on. We get the new day to go over. Uh,
0: so it brings in line the prospect that I thought could happen before this show started, right? What if the new day win the belts and Kofi retains? We would finally get a moment to see the New Day as tag team champions and Kofi as a champion. All three would hold a fucking belt. Right. A fantastic moment to see. These guys have been teaming together for how long, what, seven years, six years? For a long time. Very much deserved. They have managed to keep the same gimmick and just refresh
1: it enough to keep themselves interesting. <laughs> and they've also added cereal and pancakes to it. Yeah,
0: the most ridiculous thing to have was fucking pancakes. <laughs> like you said, stupid. And it's over. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? like These guys are just genius. I would love to catch one of those pancakes oh, at thanks. a show. i a bit friend in that shit.
0: <laughs> it's because all three of them are so great on the mic. They're all so great in the ring. Well, I guess I would say it now because Kofi has won me over. He's gotten so much better than he used to be. You were the biggest Kofi hater I did, man. It's not because he wasn't talented because he is. It's because he was so unpolished. He would mess up so often. Oh, well, yeah. And it's rare for him to do it now. I man. he's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot more refined, as you would imagine somebody would after 11 years. I ain't no masseuse, but I feel you. <laughs> I ain't going to struggle, but I dig. <laughs> so all three of them, you know, they'd be really cool Like idea. It's going to be a cool moment to see them all with a belt. And also, uh, Brian and Rowan, why the fuck wasn't that Harper? Oh, Brian God. and Harper, they'd be such an amazing you know, team.
1: You I, I consider... Oh, it be amazing. Matt's rant now. Um, I consider Daniel Bryan to be the best wrestler on the face of this planet right now. From an in-ring
0: ability, absolutely, he's number one. From an overall package, I still think he's number one. And yesterday I did. Like I said, he's number one across the board. And then like (laughs) we're thinking about was like, oh, what's wrong with that? There's people that are better with mic work. And there's people that are maybe a little better with character work. But no one combines character work, the mic work, work working the crowd, the in-ring ability, and carrying a match the way Bryan does. Nobody on the planet. He's number one.
1: And again, Romans are close too. and again, I think Daniel Bryan is the best wrestler in the world on this planet. It's literally right what now. I just said. And if you disagree with me, you are wrong. And that's the only way to put it. <laughs> it's not just an opinion. You you are wrong. And if you say, what Oh the
0: from, yeah. from, the, from, the, from the rookie of the year.
1: <laughs> you were wrong again, <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> but if you tell me that it's because he's a nerd or he's too little, blah, 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 well, you obviously are a stupid WWE fucking mark and you've never seen <laughs> you him outside see him. of WWE. And you didn't see him beat up Brock Lesnar for 15 minutes. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that's just... He's the... Uh, Basically, what is trying to bro. say, it
0: pains his soul to see him come out, have a championship belt on him, and yeah. then
1: Rowan stand next to him. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, this it's, waste it of time. sucks. It's hard for me to get invested in this tag team to see him, you know, with the New Day and... The fucking Otis, machinery. yeah, the fucking Otis machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Otis and Meal, But uh, like like to see him and be like, oh, Daniel Bryan's in this match, but know that, oh. <laughs> Otis in this match, Rowan's <laughs> in this, and somebody's going to tag Rowan in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And, you know, Bryan gets paired in there with Otis. Oh, that's not what I want to see. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Then after that, we had the match of the night. Yes. AJ Styles
0: challenged the finger blaster for the finger blasting <laughs> championship, Ricochet. <laughs> this match was a bon
1: Yeah, this is good stuff. This is the best product that WWE puts out for well, whatever seen, reason. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, th- the main event scene never does it for me because mm-hmm. it's always some big, roided... It's Roman d- and, yeah, and, and it's, Lashley. It's Roman and Lashley and, and fucking... Even though, like, Stroke, I, I dig Strowman, the character's amazing, and for as big as he is, he does some stuff that's like, he shouldn't be able to do that. But the stuff involving the IC titles and the US title is where the good shit's at. Yeah, it's always far more interesting. And anytime you get AJ Styles in the ring, no matter who he's working, he's going to make it a good match. Aries. AJ is that, a- 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 <laughs> <laughs> that kind of guy that can carry anybody to a good match. Yeah, and then you put Ricochet in there with him, and you just know you're in for something special. Mm -hmm. And that was... And we've seen
0: this match a million times before in WWE and outside of WWE. We've seen them wrestle so many fucking times, yeah, and it's always good. And as far as their WWE matches go, this match felt like the culmination of everything they've been doing. Like, it was fantastic, dude. From top to bottom, start to finish, this match was like, fingers in, so good. (laughs) 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 Excellent, excellent match. You get their big guy? Yeah. (laughs) So It just flew out. (laughs) So then we come to the finish,
1: and AJ goes over. It's like hot potato with the U.S. title. Exactly.
0: I don't understand unless the feud is slated to continue farther, and it's just the face is chasing because that's a proven thing to work to get the face over even more, and it's the face chasing AJ as heel to to get the belt back and be over more. What's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Nothing. Go ahead. What's wrong with what no, the face chase <laughs> the face. <laughs> <laughs> face chase, <laughs> chase face. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
0: it's it's the chase to get him over bigger. And if that's what it is, that's great. If it's just all oh, the ricochet experiment didn't work, let's put the title on AJ because he's proven and we're done with him. I don't understand. They shouldn't be done with him because the crowd is super behind him. He's super behind himself, obviously. How long has this feud been going on? It's going for, uh, I don't know, two months, a little while. Two months? Maybe a little I mean, Maybe a little less, I don't know.
1: Are they going to draw it out to Summer, to SummerSlam? Because what, that's in... It's in two what? shows, so I would imagine they will. In two shows. What are you talking about? Oh, two more Raws? Yeah, and then no, Slam? no, no. It's uh, Hell in a Cell and then SummerSlam, right? Oh, shit. I didn't even... Really?
0: Yeah, Hell in a Cell is in... Uh... Yeah, it's July. They haven't had a pay-per-view in July yet, have they? Extreme Rules, idiot. It was last week.
1: Oh, then why would they put Hell in a Cell? I think
0: it's at like, the beginning of August, and then SummerSlam the end of August. Wow. Yeah, fucking stupid. That's it should stupid. just be SummerSlam. Yeah. But regardless, if that's what they're doing, I don't know. Hopefully, they're continuing it on. I don't know. But the match was fantastic. I'm down to see them wrestle more. And I love the fact that the club's getting a push, uh, and they're yeah. back with AJ, and they're turning that's AJ a like heel again. That's the only reason why they signed that contract. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, AJ's amazing as a heel. I, he works as a face, but I love his heel persona. He's fucking fantastic, dude. And then we had, uh, I forgot about this, actual match of the night. <laughs> Kevin Owens <laughs> going over Dolph Ziggler in seven seconds. He shows up, Stunner, it's over. Yeah. So I love what Owens is doing right now. I think that Owens is maybe the best in the company on the mic. Uh, I definitely think his his work, what he's doing right now, is, is the best that's going on right now. I mean, he's fucking fantastic, dude. And if it wasn't for him doing the Stunner, I don't think I ever would have got the parallel that he's supposed to be a Stone Cold replica. <laughs> I don't think I would have got it.
1: I uh, I was talking to uh buddy that I work with, Dave. Dave, shout out. Mm-hmm. But um, he was talking to me about they the call Kevin him, Owens. Things. They call
0: him uh, Tiny Dick Dave, right? Yeah, Tiny Dick That's Dave. What I
1: thought. But um, <laughs> decent Dave Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> but he was telling me, man, Tiny Dick Dave. Yes. <laughs> He was telling me he was like, I like, you know, the Owens thing with Shane Man. He was like, but it just reminds me so much of Stone Cold. And I was like, oh, the fucking stunner give it away? <laughs> what do you mean it reminds you We're by like, the fact that it's the same story? <laughs> no, but he but but he expressed it to me, he was like, I don't like the fact that he's using the stunner, you I don't know, like blah, it. blah, blah. And I don't either. Like it,
0: It's beating it's, you over the head. Like, it's a prime example of how forgetful and stupid vince really thinks his fucking audience is because yeah, if he like, went out there he super has to him. do the stunner to a mcmahon so people get we're making another austin parallel right right i'm sh- i'm shocked thinking about it now that becky didn't start using the stunner when she started a man gimmick oh yeah where she was just doing whatever she wanted and it's like quite clearly she started wearing black and white only right like that's all austin ever fucking wore
1: all he wore was black
0: yeah But the Austin 316 was written in white. You know what I'm
1: saying? Right. I don't like the way you're saying white.
0: (laughs) 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 It's like that's all she wore. She came out and said what she wanted. And she did what she fucking wanted. She had a problem with the authority. Like it was quite clearly a rehash of Austin's throw. And the same thing that Owens is. Only Owens is like, it's a remake. Right. It's a shot for shot remake. And Owens can play it off well. I'm, I'm excited to see him get a push and do this. But it's like... We get the parallel, bro. I don't need him to or someone for me to understand what's going on. And they, he thinks that you
1: do. They even, uh, show on Twitter, there was like a like a little video that WWE tweeted of like backstage. And it's like uh, Pat McAfee, like Renee mm-hmm. and all them, like sitting back. Like a few people sitting backstage, like in a, on a couch, like a lounge area. With like a, recording something th- or something? Yeah, like a table full of food in front of them. And Owens stuns Ziggler, pins him goes to the back and all of a sudden the door opens and Kevin Owens walks in there while they're, like, while they're there, filming like yeah and they just start talking to him blah 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 and he's talking back and he's like eating food off of the fucking table <laughs> and then he's like alright yeah I mean he's in there for like 10 seconds and right as he's getting ready to leave he turns around and he grabs the tray of wings and walks out with him and that's it
0: <laughs> Like Kevin Owens is brilliant dude. Yeah. he's brilliant
1: I'm all about that character but
0: then we had Kofi versus Samoa Joe the WWE Championship. Super excited for this match. I knew that they were going to go and it was going to be good, and it was good, though it was too short and ended way too abruptly. Yeah, Samoa Joe. That finish was sudden. Is what Bray Wyatt was. He gets this main event build and push. He's always built as this incredibly dangerous, credible threat, but then he never wins on the pay per view. So <sighs> it's like. I hate it. He's not a credible threat. He's not going to fucking win. Like, I know the result before it happens. I hate But it so because much. it's Joe and I love him so much. That like Every time he comes out, it's like a small piece me, and it's like the desire I all want to see it. And it's like, he's oh, going to win. Maybe. Just <laughs> maybe. But it's like, no, he won't. And also, God, I did the same thing as when we recorded it previously. I even said Owens maybe the best on the mic. Joe, I actually mean. He's absolutely the best heel working in the company. His character more and my just is so articulate the way he
1: talks. And he's, he's, this is the bullshit. He's so believable. He's like cultivated he lo- this
0: personality outside of the company to such a large degree that when he came into the debate, people were already familiar with it and knew what Joe was going to do. They yeah. knew he was going to come in and just beat the fuck out of everybody. Right. And he wasn't going to care. They knew that's what was going to happen
1: but he, uh, the way the way he just presents his psychoness like mm-hmm. the way he looks at him and screams like that looks like legit anger coming it's out of him it's believable anger and like and like a psychotic
0: manner and it's so believable because he as the character believes in himself so much right that it's not anger and it's not he's not crazy and it's not just anger it's deserved Right. He should be here, and he will beat anyone to do it. But and he, he fully believes it, right? But he, he does pla- No, he doesn't, but he <laughs> plays the character perfect. Right, yeah. So Kofi goes over, and I felt it just like, kill Joe's heat as they always do, and they make him look so strong, and his he gets killed because he just loses cleanly really easily. They it came out of nowhere. So now it's confirmed we're going to we are gonna get this moment of Kofi and the New Day celebrating with their championships, right? They're all finally chanced together. Why the fuck didn't this match end? Why didn't this entire match be a 10-minute Joe beats the fucking balls off Kofi and chokes him out and takes the fucking belt and leaves? And then SmackDown rolls around, and Joe comes out to open the show and acknowledges that Kofi and the other... uh, Kofi, Xavier, and Big E, for a moment, all held belts, but didn't get to share in the joy with each other because he fucking stole it from them. And to him, that means more than... Achieving some dream to be a champion WWE be because he hurt Kofi yet again on a level that no one else could. And then we build Joe as this monster, and he continues going on. Armchair booking, folks. Yeah, I he was can, about to say, fuck, he dude. He continues dude. going. They go to summertime, He beats the breaks off Kofi again. Kofi just cannot stop Joe. We continue going on. The next show, if Kofi loses, it's over. He loses, it's fucking over. We continue on to the Rumble. Kofi, against all odds, wins the fucking Rumble. Gets his shot against Joe again. Goes to Mania to finally, once again, the second year, defeat the unstoppable force he probably couldn't have beaten, which was Brian. and defeats Joe. And him and the New Day close out the show, celebrating with their championships as Confetti rains down. And they finally get their true main event, all three of them, WrestleMania moment. And everyone's happy, and in the process, you've just built this tyrant in Joe that now has credibility because he was champ for like eight months. Okay, listen. Can I get a spot
1: on your show? Yeah, Set no shit, Right? <laughs> What's happening here, man? They
0: hired Paul and uh, Bishop. They should have called my ass.
1: <clears throat> anyway, that's Nick's. Uh,
0: but yeah, it was a good match. I third seeing, or fourth rant. That was. I love, <laughs> I love seeing Kofi as champion. I love the fact that we got the moment. To see the New Day also with the belts, that was so fucking cool. It felt so earned. It was like I won with them. I was like, fuck yeah, I finally get to see them all have belts. It's so cool. It's right. such a great moment. And then we had the man of You event. fucking mark. Uh, course, <laughs> dude, I marked so hard for it, man. It was so cool to see. <laughs> there are some things that like...
1: Your passion is alive they still, for the business again. Right? No, it's so
0: as irritated as they make me on a consistent basis. Are you it's recording? Like, no. With almost every spot, there are still some things that are so beautifully woven in that they get right that it's like... While it's happening and I'm experiencing that moment, I'm like, this is fucking why I love this company. This is why I still fucking watch. You like, give me these moments sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? And then they have this and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> so the main event, for whatever God, sucks, fucking man. dumbass reason, was Seth Rollins. I'm sorry. was Becky Lynch and some guy that's her boyfriend. The man's man. <laughs> right. it, was, it was the man and the guy <coughs> wrestling in a, a winner takes all for both their championships against Baron Corbin and fucking Lacey Evans, two people that have zero business being in a main event match at all. Baron shouldn't be wrestling for the belt. Lacey shouldn't be wrestling for the belt. She is way too motherfucking green. And what's funny about, not funny and irritating about Lacey Evans is while her and Baron had been teamed up, before they were teamed up, I thought she was carrying the character very well, and the little minor micro she was doing I thought was pretty good. The moment she She was Baron Corbin, it's like, no, not even the ring. Like the moment they started doing segments and like vignettes together, it's like she just forgot how to talk. It was really stilted. till oh, really the When she got it in the ring. I was like, uh-oh. oh, she's always been bad in the ring, dude. You can tell she's super.
1: Did great. you notice on the show? The rem- remember on Extreme Rules when she was getting in the ring, the camera like zoomed in Yo, straight my on God. her asshole. And
0: several <laughs> times throughout this match where she would like pose and like show her butt to Seth Rollins, they would like, zoom right in on it and like, oh yeah, we get it, we're edgy. Yeah, she was getting <laughs> Look a, at her butt. Like her entrance,
1: she she was doing her entrance, come down the ramp, and she was getting in the ring, and the camera was behind her. Her. And when she like bent down to get in the ring The camera like put his lens camera, in her asshole The camera became and
0: fingers <laughs> And she became <laughs> ricochet yeah. It went right in there It
1: was like whoa That's been a while since I've seen WWE do that
0: So this match went on And it went on like how I thought it would Rollins and Corbin mostly had to be in the ring and carry Because Lacey Evans is trash <laughs> And, and uh, Baron Corbin's not It had a very awful and stupid ending uh, And when it happened it was cool But the way they folded up on Raw made me fucking hate what they did. So,
1: it comes down to the two of them... You went from, oh, they just grabbed me and and, and Dude, just bring me saying. back. And, and then, then they do me this love shit. it. And then he all of a sudden he's like, and I fucking hate it. <laughs>
0: so then it comes out the ending of the match, and it's Corbin and Rollins. Becky rolls into the ring. Corbin gives her the end of days. Great moment to see that happen. Rollins gets angry. You messed with my woman. Eh, kind of sexist there, Daddy B. And he right. fucking beats the show to Corbin, gives him three stomps, pins him. One through three, it's over. Brock's music hits. He comes out, hits fucking Rollins with the F5, pins him, takes the
1: belt, and leaves, right? For whatever reason, every time, like I don't know why. I, I was thinking after it was over, with, I was thinking, how fucking stupid are you, Matt? Like, of course he's coming for, out. Yeah, for but when he came out and his music hit, I for some something thought in me thought, Seth's gonna still wind up winning but he, and like, walking maybe out with that. The belt. Or maybe he's not Something's not gonna, fully gonna happen. Catch like him. maybe Becky's gonna do something. Right. And I don't, nope. Just oh shit! They really just gave the belt right back to Brock and. Right, so to move on to Raw, what made me hate the way they ended this was,
0: they had a four-woman uh, match, a four-way match, to determine the number one contender for the women's championship. Since the WWE has actually realized that women are people, <laughs> and, they, and that they deserve maybe Acknowledgement. A little, maybe a little more than wearing a bikini, Right. this is the worst fucking match I have seen them have in the women's division yet.
1: What are you talking about? Are you talking about on Raw? Oh, okay. I it was, was like, Natalia. Oh my god, dude, that was Natalia bad. versus. I um, didn't see it.
0: But... Well, shut your fat mouth. It was Natalia versus Alexa Bliss, versus uh, <laughs> who the fuck else was in it?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It was so bad, I literally <laughs> have like blocked it from my fucking mind. I could help you, but you Carmella. Told you, should,
1: you told me shut my mouth. You can't get the last one. Natalia.
0: I said Natalia first. Shit. You idiot. Natalia, <laughs> Alexa, Carmella, and Naomi. You fat fucking moron. <laughs> You're so racist. You forgot the the one, the one person of color in the match, and you left her out. You slave driver.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. They're going to love this episode.
0: Anyway, so it's the four of them, right? And, like, Natty can go. She's proven it. Naomi is not like I don't think she's amazing, but she's not terrible. She can have good matches. I think Naomi's great. I always she's, have. No, okay. She is what like very athletic. She's what Kofi was in the beginning to me. She's super athletic and she has talent, but she messes up way too fucking often, and not just like messes up or botches the move. It's just she's too slow, and like you can see the the, the inner workings happening with her, and you like, can see yeah. it developing It's like, Overload oh, in the "Oh, come on, yeah. just do something else." And then, like Carmella is very much the same as Alexa. She's good character work. I don't think she's that great on the mic, but she has good character work, and she can work a crowd. But she's not a no, good wrestler. not at all. She can moonwalk, and Isn't that's she cool. fucking Corey Graves
1: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the man. She's the guy to his man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the match was awful, dude. It went on for fucking ever, and Natty won, which was cool.
1: Um, Natty fucks up more than anybody.
0: Oh yeah, dude. And it's really annoying because she is so like. She can be so good. Yeah. And then yeah. two seconds later, she can clumsy, mess up an entire string of shit. It's just things. the clumsiness in it's her. Unreal, like, I, dude. I don't, I don't, yeah. It's annoying trying to have to defend her honestly. people are like, she's bad. Like, dude, she's not bad. She messed up all the time. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does, but she's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> she's a heart, man. Kinda. Anyways, SummerSlam. No, she is. She's an Anvil's daughter. Yeah. They were cousins, right? It wasn't Anvil Brett's cousin? No. Uh,
1: no. Uh, Anvil was married to. Brett's sister. He's his brother in law. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, uh, well, I
0: mean, yeah, it's half Well, she's part because
1: her mom was part. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. anyways. Um, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I believe that SummerSlam is in Canada, so that's why it's cool that Natty won. So she's going to wrestle in Canada against Becky for the belt. And it's obviously a fucking. They got to do something. Becky's got to wrestle somebody.
1: So, Natalia. Would you be pissed if she dropped the belt in Canada to
0: it? 100%. I'd be pissed if Becky Lynch dropped the belt before WrestleMania. Well, that's going to be a pretty hot crowd for. For Natty, yeah, it is. But it's the man, bro. You think they're. That's true. I'm actually, now I'm really curious. I'm curious to see if, how big of a pot Becky gets, or if she even gets one. Because you know how Canada is, bro. Oh, yeah. Notoriously homers, right? Oh, yeah. And not it's a bad thing. They love. No, they you pride. can shit on Canada. It's fine. Oh, no, no. I'm no, no, saying, like, they no, have shit pride. On Canada. <laughs> <laughs> they have pride in the people that come from Canada that make it big and do something. And like, they, Dude, they. I have pride for the Canadian like wrestler. <laughs> yeah, right? Out, this is wrestling
1: know, Canada. What are you
0: talking about? When uh, Brett, when Brett and the Heart Foundation turned evil and, and shit, I was like, he's the Canadian
1: hero, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Canada. But anyway, it's like it, it's a cool. Uh, that's a cool thing happened. But then Becky comes out after she wins and literally. The sentence before her music hits, Michael Cole or one of those idiots was like, "Becky Lynch after taking the End of Days last night is still recovering, so she's probably not going to be on the show." And then her music hits, like in perfect oh, yeah. sync with his sentence
1: ending, and she ends walking out. No, it was Rollins in the back, and he was like, "I don't know where Becky is." No, yeah, they had that, they had that thing, and then the match happened, and then Michael Cole said
0: that when the match ended, that oh, Becky's obviously not going to be here. Blah, blah blah. Her music hits, she comes out, <laughs> and she limps the whole time, and they build up the fact that she took the End of Days, and they're shocked that she's here. So wow. because Becky's a woman. Yeah, oh yeah. And Baron Lynch hit her with his finisher, she should be on the shelf. Yeah. Baron Lynch. This you said, Becky, said, Baron you, Lynch, said <laughs> you said Becky's a woman and Baron <laughs> Lynch <laughs> and Baron Corbin. <laughs> this is what made me in hindsight hate the way they ended that match now. Because now it's it's like this whole women's revolution but no, when a man hits you, you're still weak. Yeah. It's like really? The I mean the fuck
1: Well, yeah, right. Baron Corbin is
0: is a much bigger person, and it is. There is no doubt that if he hit Becky, it's going to hurt him a lot more than if like Natalya hits her. Right, Right. that's going to hurt more. He's a stronger person. But these are all superheroes. They're all wrestlers. Right. Well, if Seth Rollins got whipped up by Brock and came out the next day, the F five is undoubtedly a more powerful, devastating move than the End of Days, and he's fine. But Becky has to still be hurt.
1: Well, if she hadn't have, if she had just showed up on Raw, like everything's fine, would you have thought, man, they've made Corbin look like a bitch?
0: No. And what irritates me more is this report that I read recently. I believe Meltzer talked about it, about how Roman and like Rollins and Debra as well have like lobbied so many times to come out the next day after a pay-per-view and sell injury and be hurt. And Vince refuses because he doesn't want his top stars to look weak. Yet Becky... Un- that's an undoubtedly the number one over person in the company whether they want it to be or not she's their star comes out looking weak it's still she's a woman she's not as strong as a man fuck you Vince fuck you Vince <laughs> so anyways I'm not really going to talk about Raw much more Heyman came out and delivered a fantastic promo to start the show as he always does he let everyone in the universe know that they're all Brock's bitches <laughs> yeah. Heyman is amazing uh, Brock didn't speak which was smart because we didn't want to hear a mouse The rest of the show plays out. It's awful. Uh, They uh, have—I'm sorry—it's not awful. It's just very underwhelming, dude. It's it's the typical bullshit. Listen,
1: here's my. But Heyman,
0: shut up. Heyman announces that they're going to have a a ten-person, a ten-man battle royal to determine the number one contender for Brock's belt. I hear that, I'm like, oh, who fucking cares? And then he lists the people, right? And it's very common, typical people, like Roman Reigns, fucking, hold on, I'm right here. Is, no, I don't have it, pull up, whatever. It's very common fucking people that you expect to be. It's like Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, fucking Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, they're going to be in that thing. But then it's Sami Zayn. It's Cesaro. It's Rey Mysterio. It's Big E. It's like, oh, shit. Like, they had 10 spots. Oh, Randy Orton was in it. They had 10 spots to fill with main eventers, and they put these four in it. It's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then the match happens. Cesaro goes ham. Gets his shit in. Beats everybody up. Gets thrown up. Yeah. Rey Mysterio not long after.
1: Big E, not long
0: after. Well, that's the it's thing. It's like they very got... clear who the people that didn't matter were.
1: Right. Here's what I said. Everybody's going to be... And this ties into the Cesaro argument. Why the fuck didn't he win? It starts to be with Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have a stroke right there. You started grabbing me. But... my. I told you this before the other day and I forgot to say it now, now I remembered. You
0: forgot to say it you forgot to say it now, but now you remember. <laughs>
1: yeah. Woo! And you know you're half the man than I am, and I have half the brain that you have. <laughs> oh shit. If you
0: don't know what that is, it's the greatest promo of all time delivered by Sid Psycho Sid? That's what Psycho, he was called in WCW?
1: Wait, no. No, it was Sid Vicious. Sid
0: Vicious against Holland Nash. Greatest promo. promo of all time. Anyways, what what were you saying that no one was listening to? Um
1: the Certainly I wasn't. People are uh, are bothered, like saying, you know, that was Heyman's show, and it was the, you know, the worst RAW I've seen in a long time. And right, all that. right. my My whole thought is, Paul's not stupid. Paul is very smart. Paul knows what's what's good talent and what's not. Paul was the first person on the CM Punk bandwagon. Oh, for sure, getting him to the moon. Well,
0: in the company, apparently McFoley uh, saw him at a show and told Vince to sign him, and they are just like, "Yeah,
1: whatever." Okay. Well. My thought is, okay, Paul gets, quote, creative control, but Vince has – his own it, blueprint still vince with full autonomy, yeah. But but it's Vince has his blueprint yep. of what matches he wants at SummerSlam. So it's like, okay, Paul, this is your show, get me lots of ratings. But oh, by the way, at SummerSlam, I want Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman, right? I want Brock Lesnar versus Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins, I want
0: Becky versus Natty because w- it's, in, uh, it's in Canada, yeah. I, want I don't Becky care versus- how you get there, just get there, yeah. And so it's, so like, it's like, well, like, yeah, I get you,
1: Heyman still has to tell a story story. story with the show and has to set up for these angles but he still has angles he is he
0: has to go towards right he shows certain people he has to keep strong exactly he has to build he doesn't have the full inner workings of being like all right the show is crap. Yeah. It's up to you. I'm hoping that it's much more in that vein after Summerslam. and Vince just wants to get through what he has planned, but as you mentioned when we talk, spoke about this earlier, Vince is notorious for planning certain things way ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, I like. mean,
1: Vince is already is already way past WrestleMania. He's got Survivor Series got and got Rumble the, and Mania in his, his mind. He's got his his main event for Mania now. Yeah, he's he just trying it. to fill out the rest yeah, of the card. He just needs to get there. Yeah.
0: So like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how much they actually the, the product actually changes and how much of that is going to be attributed to the fingerprints of Heyman and Bischoff because you mentioned, too, and it's like, <laughs> it's almost like it could be spiteful Vince where he's like, you know what, fucking, th- they think I don't know what I'm talking about, what I'm doing, he's like, fine, I'll hire Paul. Yeah, they all love him, <laughs> and then he'll do it, and when he fails, but like, see, he doesn't know what he's doing. I'm the one that knew, and it's like,
1: but he spoke your words yeah he's he was your puppet he gave you the matches that you wanted yeah, at he SummerSlam. Was your puppet let so anyways, him scrap the shit let him have aj styles and ricochet for right? the fucking ic title <laughs> finn balor versus shinsuke nakamura for the <laughs> world title give me i mean it's simple i can fix it all right now
0: <laughs> but anyways uh so yeah
1: then they had the ten men battle royal
0: uh What's his head? Uh, Rollins goes over, unsurprisingly. I love Rollins. I'm the he's my favorite male wrestler in the company. So it's like, oh no, Rollins won. I'm happy about that. But it's like it was just so fucking predictable. When Randy came out for it, I honestly thought Randy was gonna win that match.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. I was like, well, I mean they're not gonna it's it's not gonna not be Roman, Randy, or Rollins.
1: And it's gonna be Randy to spice this up a little bit. And then it was Rollins. Okay, here's a question for you. Um, I would rather see Randy Kofi than
0: Randy Brock. No, 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 no. So I'm glad that that's happened. That's not the question.
1: So fuck okay. off about it. Um <laughs> Say, shit, I just drew a blank. Nice. Looks good, too. There's nothing there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm staring at the wall. But say, okay, you get Brock Lesnar and you get Seth Rollins Mm -hmm. for SummerSlam. Do you think that after Brock just winning the belt, Mm -hmm. what was it, last week? Yeah, last week. At at Extreme Rules. At Extreme Rules, Mm -hmm. do you think that they're going to let Brock drop the belt literally two months later? I don't think Brock's dropping into Mania. So this is all just a throw I think the Rumble so winner this, again so SummerSlam Brock m- and wins. Okay. Damn. I think the
0: SummerSlam match is just Rollins out of the title picture now. Brock beats him again. It's over. Move on. Brock's another the feud. Okay. Because they don't know how to carry a long feud. That's true. They could easily carry Brock, Rollins from now till Mania for, Brock, for Rollins to win again, but they won't fucking do it. It'll be someone else. But Heyman's there. Hopefully it'll be Cesaro. That'd be
1: sweet. Yeah, we'll see. Cesaro maybe it's, Rumble, maybe, it, shit my maybe it'll be
0: Bray. They just brought him back. That was a nice little spot he had, too.
1: Yeah, they're starting that that's whole cool. thing off with Balor and Bray. I guess that's why they dropped the IC title. I mean, when Bray not. got hurt, they were
0: feuding. Yeah, So right. it makes sense to pick it back up.
1: And you know now it's going to lead to the demon versus yep. the... Yep. What is this thing that he's calling himself? The Bray. The Bray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, I don't know, And The thing was called the Funhouse or some shit? Who fucking knows? Yeah, it's, it's the, the Funhouse, but yeah. I can't remember.
0: Bray is oh, another yeah. one that is Alexa Bliss. It's a Hulk Hogan. That dude has the best character work when it comes to being weird in the company yeah like this this odd dart shit like he was their next taker he's so fucking good on the mic. his character is so amazing i get so fucking hyped for his storylines and then he gets in the match starts the match starts and it's mediocre i'm like well i asked for this (laughs) (laughs) this is what i was excited for this is on me
1: bray i mean yeah you're right he's got he's got the look i mean the the dreadlocks the mask and everything it's it's perfect, but then when he gets in the ring, uh, the sister Abigail's cool. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Um, the, the 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 Exorcist walk is awesome. The, exorcist, the yeah, thing dude. where he hits the ropes and he just throws his whole dude, body. Dude, yeah, he at just you. careens you like a yeah, car crash. That's awesome, great. but in between those moves, it's all slow. There's sluggish. a lot missing, and it bothers me. Yeah, it's all very slow.
0: It. It's all very slow and sluggish. It's very, it's. I guess you could say it's methodical, but it's methodical because. He doesn't know how to do anything else. <laughs> right. Right? It's not necessarily he doesn't know how to do anything else. I don't know, man. It's just uh
1: He's gotten in great shape too. Yeah, he looks He good. looks so oh, much dude. like his brother, it's not even funny. Oh my god, Bo. Yeah.
0: Who knows, Bo? <laughs> what was Bo Leave? Bo Leaf. <laughs> I wanted that shirt so bad. Bo Dallas was my dudes,
1: bro. <laughs> he is not good, but that gimmick was hysterical. Imagine that. You're saying that's my Bo Dallas (laughs) Bo Dallas (laughs) Is my dude Dude he was an NXT champ For like a fucking long time Yeah
0: (laughs) Or FCW whatever it was Yeah Before NXT For a long time Dude they Bo leave down there (laughs) (laughs) That was Heyman running it too Oh my god (coughs) That's who Brock's moving on to (laughs) He's about to Bo leave (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Bo? (laughs) Oh he Bo left (laughs) 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 So anyways That was uh, Raw Mediocre Underwhelming SmackDown was a thousand percent better, and my biggest gripe was they had awesome looking matches and gave them no fucking time. Yeah, I heard everything was so fucking uh, short. A
1: gripe that I have is they had uh, Cesaro and Alistair Black again, like
0: yeah, and it was like seven minutes long.
1: Yeah, and it ended the same exact way the yep, pay per view ended. They like, okay, I it mean, was... thanks for giving us that cool match, but something different. Are you guys keeping the feud going, or are we just shitting on Cesaro because we can? Right. Like, what? What is it? I don't know. I don't know if I can get it. Uh, but then they
0: had um, they started the show really interestingly, like, and I actually really liked it. Um, it was very meta. It was very prodding at the at, at us, yeah, at, at the, the smart marks. Yeah, <laughs> it was Shane's town hall meeting, right? Right. So he had everybody out there, and uh, he was like, he asked all the people that Owens mentioned to come forward and speak and like air their grievances, right? So people like fucking. Polo Cruz that don't really get mic time and shit like that and even then Polo Cruz said like two sentences Selena Vega interrupted him. <laughs> so it's like you think you're so good? Why don't you wrestle Andrade? And I fucking flew out of my seat. I was like yes, Russell Andrade! Yeah. And then they went for six minutes and I was like fuck this company. <laughs> <laughs> But um,
1: they set up a lot of really cool That's things. That's guy that I always overlook. Is it Andrade? Andrade? Top I, I, 10. He's, he's, yeah, he's fucking fantastic, he's but my, I don't ever think my, about him because they don't do shit with him. Right? He's one of my top 10 favorite
0: wrestlers in the company. I think he's one of the top 10 best wrestlers in the company as far as ring work goes. Yeah, and
1: you pair him with Selena
0: Vega. It's a perfect complimentary mouthpiece because she's fantastic as a speaker. And she just knows how to get into the crowd's skin, man.
1: Uh, also, Andrade used to wrestle in CMLL mm-hmm. in Mexico under the name uh, La Sombra. And it's a mask. It was incredible. It's incredible. Again, this is WWE He's shit on guy. people. Yeah. He, to, he comes over here and he has to take fucking mask off. Yeah. In and, and, and Mexico, with your... It's a, po- it's a point of honor. Yeah. To have your, the mask. your mask is everything it's, it's to you. you. It's your gimmick. It's your character. It's your life. It's what you make your money on. Bro, no maskers
0: showed up to the arena in the fucking mask.
1: Yeah. He didn't and take that bitch off the way at home. Right. And so, for the, so in Mexico, it's a huge sign of respect to the fans and things like that. Or... I'm really not quite sure what why it, they do it or why they yeah. do it. But like I, it could be like, you know, retirements or something like that. But it's a huge sign of respect. And I guess changing of a gimmick to where, you no longer you're dropping that. You're someone new gimmick. now. Yeah. yeah. But, but they it, don't take off their mask. It's like they, a, it feels like a hint of disrespect to it, though, because it's like. You're not gonna wear the mask anymore. I don't give a fuck about your tradition. Yeah, and they bring Andrade over, who's very clingy to his mask. Yeah, and very and over in Mexico. Yes, very over. very he, over He was the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, yeah. beat Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. for it in Japan. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Was it in Japan? No, it was in Mexico. Was it Mexico? Yeah. And like for And he's still out there like, okay, balling out. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, if you want to come over here to the quote, big boys, then you got to take you your hood off. Only and Ray can have a mask. Thank God he's, you know, a, a, a handsome man. You right. You know, yeah. like, thank God he doesn't. You thank know. God he's not Rey Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know much about him in his past time before WWE, look him up. It's La Sombra. Uh, he's amazing. Great stuff. Some crazy Why shit. What the fuck
0: couldn't he keep? Him? Calisto kept it?
1: I, yeah. Then. I guess WWE's keeping the rights to his name Because he's like, no, I'm not no. Well, then we're keeping the rights to Kalisto Because that was his name no, in PWG
0: True, true, I don't know Yeah, maybe he signed the way That's
1: also that maybe with
0: Andrade too Maybe he didn't want to bring yeah, that character that's over true. here He's like, like, what if this nah, run Now fuck y'all, we'll when I leave this, Like, what if this run fails? I yeah. can go back to being that And not have to shit yeah. yeah, makes sense um, But it's still, I don't know If if it was his decision, I understand But if it's WWE being just like No, you can't wear the mask It's like, it's kind of shitty Yeah But regardless Like they Man he was so They put him over hard In NXT He fucking NXT campaign for a while Had some fucking Phenomenal matches With Gargano Oh yeah My god dude Yeah but Andrade dude I was so hyped for that And then Of all people Of course Charlotte Gets on the mic Starts speaking It's like Of all these people That are disgruntled What the fuck Are you talking about So she says like Two sentences And Liv Morgan Interrupts her And the crowd explodes They go fucking crazy And Liv Morgan Is like Becky Lynch For a minute She's Hmm. like Shut your fake Plastic ass The fuck (laughs) up like, you have nothing to be disgruntled about everything is fucking given to you. Like, just basically says the same shit Becky says to her, the same shit that, like, people complain about. Right.
1: And then, you know. The, less marks on the internet are screaming.
0: Right, yeah. So then Charlotte's like, oh, have a match, blah, blah, blah. So they're going to have a match. I'm like, oh, man, that's interesting. And they even announced, like, during, like, while they're coming out, that, like, uh, fucking, this is Liv Morgan's first match on SmackDown since being a solo superstar from the draft. Oh, wow. It's been that long. Yeah. They just don't do shit with her. Yeah. She's just not on TV? No. And she her fucking character is so over. And she's so like, she plays that character well, right? She's not amazing in the Rings. the best she's ever fucking looked. Holy yeah, yeah. shit. Their match was like five minutes long, and she looked fucking awesome. I was like, oh, shit. I'd, like to, no see her. Time, dude. I'd like to see her go for 20. Like, can she do it? Because previously, she was with Riot Squad. Like, she was kept to a minimum because it's like, well, we're going to ride her 20 times better than this. <laughs> yeah. Unless, uh, yeah, sure. She's super attractive. Got a blue tongue. Dudes like her but you can't carry the match. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets in and has a great match with her, and then Charlotte just emphatically beats her and makes her tap, and I was like, wouldn't this have been a good moment to build a top star? Yeah. But But then it is leading somewhere, because after the match she told Charlotte she was fake beforehand to lead to the match and Charlotte's like I'm fake is your tongue really blue your hair really pink please you're the thickest fucking bitch around here (laughs) I was like woo got him (laughs) got to the match she walks over and Ah! ha got him (laughs) got (laughs) him Liv Liv walks over and like rips the headset off Corey Gray's head and does the stupid shit I hate where like whenever they do that they just like hold the mic like this and speak to it instead of like putting it on (laughs) rips it off she goes you know Charlotte was right I am fake this isn't fucking me so the next time I come back I'm gonna be myself and like 2 days later on Instagram she posted a picture of her dressed in this weird fucking baby outfit with a bonnet and like this little like Oh yeah I saw that fucking picture. fucking animal and I was like what the fuck is this and then somebody posted it on Reddit and they were like think about the crazy fun house.
1: Oh like, uh, the baby
0: Bray always talked about and I was like
1: that's crazy. Give
0: me a little goosebumps to talk about I was like, ooh, that's
1: a nice little gimmick to work in. Yeah, that'd like, be cool. I've read that there's
0: a big gimmick change coming for Liv, which it's cool, but I don't like it
1: because I loved her previous gimmick. Like, that could have been Sister Abigail, bro. Yeah. Remember that?
0: They teased that Sister Abigail yeah, forever and, and know, never fucking... No, they did. It they was did. just Bray cross-dressing. Oh yeah that's <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> They had like a psych, Like the, mo- the movie Psycho Yeah Like the killer Dresses up like his mother Like they tried to tie that in And it just did not work Yeah Sister everybody Should have been a person Like Nikki Cross Is the perfect persona But the accent Would be like They're not related Yeah yeah I But feel like you. Liv Morgan Can play crazy Very fucking well And yeah. that's what she could have been But regardless So they are giving Her gimmick change That's cool They had some great matches Fucking Andrade Apollo Didn't let him go Cesaro Black Didn't let him go Fucking Kill myself can't remember What the fuck The main event was Owens did some nuts shit, uh fucking he was banned from the the show, so I'm sorry he shows up and causes trouble. <laughs> he runs in the ring
1: as this is rest is going on, slides behind Shane just slides some leaves.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's, <laughs> right. <laughs> just oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> just so that He away. just shows up and like
1: Kevin Owens keeps posting on Twitter like all these things like I'm not gonna stop yeah. to Shane mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean he's carrying the the, the feud well over. How oh, yeah, long absolutely. how long are they go- gonna keep that going? What uh Shane and Shane uh, and Owens.
0: I don't know, hopefully not fucking long, man. Hopefully Shane, uh, Owens, Shane. <laughs> Hopefully Shane can move on. Hopefully Owens can move on to something better, and it doesn't have to keep being f- an, a feud with fucking Shane for too long. Like, I get the point of it to, to get Owens over in this, like, way, but is it necessary? Right. Fuck, man. Taker's not working SummerSlam. <laughs> 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 That's it. I'm not watching it. I'm, I'm over. It's over. It's over. I don't care anymore about this fucking company. <laughs> right, and so SmackDown also set up what Bailey is going to be doing at SummerSlam. Are you recording? They had uh, Ember Moon and Bailey in a tag match against Mandy, Rose, and Sonya Deville. Those are two people that I am super behind. Mandy and Sonya, I love them as a team. I'm behind Sonya more than I am Mandy. Mandy's getting a lot better. Yeah. Sonya already has been good. She's very good in the ring. She's very good. Mandy brings the character to it. She's great character work, and she's like the prototypical look that Vince wants for a female. She's blonde, she has big, fake boobs, she's really attractive, like tits. Tit, sorry. She's uh, <laughs> she's pulled right from the Attitude Era, but she has been getting a lot better in the ring. Sonya has always been good. Uh, I don't know why the fuck the Iconics are the both when there's teams like this out there. But anyways, uh, dude, it, I like the Iconics. It was supposed to be Ember. I I fucking hate them now. Mm-hmm. I I like them in NXT, but man, they're and are so, over, so annoying. Some
1: serious heat. Oh yeah, they're good at getting heat. I give serious them that.
0: Serious heat. Anyways, it was supposed to be Ember Moon versus Mandy and Sonya. Ember was supposed to pick a partner, they're like, "You're not gonna find one. No one fucking likes you." Lo and behold, fucking music goes off, and it's Bailey. She comes out to help Ember, and they win the match. And after the match, fucking, they interview in the uh, Bailey in the ring, asking like, you know, what are you gonna do at uh, fucking SummerSlam? Bailey's like, you know, I pride myself on being like, I want to be a champion that wrestles everybody, and I want to always wrestle better people and better people, and I want to give someone an opportunity that hasn't had one yet. And she's looked at Ember Moon. She's like, so what do you think? What do you say? Ember Moon's like, oh hell yeah! So we're getting Bailey Ember. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, that'd be. I would love to see Ember get that belt, dude. She deserves it. Then we had the New Day wrestled Smojo, Elias, and Randy Orton. Again, it lasted about four minutes. Orton went over with an RKO. So, yeah, they're trying to set up Orton, Kofi, for SummerSlam, it seems like. I think that's actually, like, confirmed. Yeah. Then we had a SmackDown tag team women's championship match. The Iconics wrestled the fucking Kabuki Warriors. Asuka and Kairi. Oh. They beat the brakes off the Iconics. (laughs) Knock them to the outside. They stay out there and take the ten count.
1: Oh, fuck. Retain
0: the belts. But... That's a heel move.
1: It's a heel con- move, but...
0: Are we continuing this feud? Because to get this match, when they were just recently in Japan, the Kabuki Warriors beat the Iconics for a chance to wrestle in a title shot. So they get the title shot. They technically win, but they don't get the belts. So are we are going to Summer we Are we finally going to take the belts off the Iconics, give them to the fan favorite Kabuki Warriors? I'm all about that. that would Let's be... give Asuka and
1: Kyrie some belts it would. Here. It would be really stupid for them to... To, to, to that just be a one-off. Okay, you just put a team in there with the with the tag champs. They just beat them. Yeah, they got to come back. But they got screwed, and so okay, that's it. Well, you had your chance. Fuck you. Right. I mean, th- that it makes sense for them to keep that going. That'd be really cool. I'd like to see that.
0: Yeah, Owens and Ziggler are supposed to wrestle again, but it's like breaks down to like a brawl. Owens stuns Ziggler. Shane McMahon says he'll make Owens pay for it. Blah blah blah. So it, it, like the match never breaks down, and like that's how the show ended. Like we still need to see Owens and Ziggler. Right. And I'm a Ziggy Stardust fan. I just we're done. Um, he beat him in seven seconds. The feud's fucking over.
1: Dolph has slowed down a lot. He has slowed he down a lot, started. man. And,
0: and I honestly think a lot of it is being disgruntled. He went out there all the time trying to show off and yeah, be the he, show stealer he, he, and he it's kinda, like it, it got me nowhere, so fucking why do it?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like he he's just coasting now.
0: Yeah. And it sucks because he can be really good. Him and Kofi had such a fucking underwhelming cage match. Yeah. That, or Helen So much. It could have been so fucking that. That good, sucked. dude. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, that was Raw and SmackDown. They were underwhelming. Extreme Rules wasn't bad. It was a good pay-per-view. I felt that Stomping Grounds was better, but I do acknowledge that I was not looking forward to Stomping Grounds, so it exceeded my low expectations. Right. And I was looking forward to Extreme Rules, so it yeah. underwhelmed my low higher That's exactly higher how I
1: felt, too. Yeah.
0: So it was not a bad show. It was a good show. It was worth my time to watch it. Raw was not worth my time. I could have read the results. SmackDown was worth my time in the sense that they put so many people on the screen that I wanted to see, but then they let them fucking do anything. So well, very only, annoying. They only have two hours to work with. Yeah, I know. They so need, they try to show shove should, all these show people should be WrestleMania. We need nine-hour shows.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, we're um, we're going to sign off here. I don't know if we're doing... We, I'm I don't go know go if we'll be back next week or not. We'll see.
0: Um, Hell in a Cell is in like two weeks, so we'll definitely be back the week after
1: that for sure. Um, I'm not sure we'll be back again. We'll let you know. I mean, after Hell in a Cell and then... AEW's depends what goes right on like if corner.
0: fucking raw and SmackDown on this week or are like barn burners and we just yeah. gotta talk about them. when we we'll fucking back but like I, I said this a lot this this show make no mistake about it make no bones about it like if the shows suck if there's not a reason to talk about it like what the fuck i don't want to make yeah. i don't want to make an episode for an hour and a half where i just totally shit on the product you know what i mean because like, we have lives. i did that a lot this episode but i also feel like i conveyed why i still like it and why it, i still watch <laughs> why i want it to fucking be good right true and it's just not yeah, it's it's just not good enough uh, enough at the time to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking annoying, bro. It's annoying. Um, I don't know. Uh, we may try to uh, catch the anniversary and maybe do a little episode. That hurt was a really
1: fucking good show. Yeah, I really want to see that. The highlights that I've seen of it were like, oh my God, yeah, we need to peep some more DNA
0: Or, I'm sorry, Impact. Impact. Also, NXT uh, UK Cardiff is sometime soon, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I, Walter is wrestling fucking Tyler Bates. Uh, Tyler Bates. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, Tyler. What did you do to deserve this? Tyler Bates, like, what, 21? Dude, <laughs> he's fantastic. You're, he's about to get chopped the hell out. Yeah,
1: you're in for a rude awakening, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good show.
0: Alright, yeah, so we're gonna sign off here. And make sure you uh hit up Matt on the tweet ours. He's uh, at did, Mr. Strong Style. Did you hit
1: record before? Yeah. We, okay. Is that what you are at Mr. Strong Style? At Mr. Strong Style on Twitter. And Nick is at there will be Nick. Nick is spelt N I C. Yeah, there's no K. And uh cause he's weird like that. No, because there's no K in the word Nicholas. Why the
0: fuck would I short my name? We're going to add
1: a letter that doesn't
0: fucking exist in the <laughs> first place. Well <laughs> <laughs> that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. So uh yeah, and we also have a um Almost <laughs> at a mega level. That's my other show. We also have a mostly wrestling podcast uh, Facebook page. Um, you can check it out, I guess.
1: Yeah, you can give us a like and all that. Uh, also,
0: I'm gonna make some T-shirts. I've already designed a finger blaster T-shirt, <laughs> and I'm getting a logo design T-shirt made for us too, so you can blast them fingers everywhere.
1: Subscribe to us on whichever pod link you're listening to. Yeah, we're and motherfucking we're we're
0: everywhere, bro. We're everywhere. We're Anywhere on you Apple, can find a Google, podcast, you Stitcher, can find everywhere. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, see you next time, and. Uh,
1: I don't really want to say, I can't really say adieu and good night.
0: And with that, I will say, say, I will bid you adieu and good night.